0: This is Lindsley Register, a.k.a. Laura from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. Welcome to the Stuff and Things podcast, your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment.
1: Now, here are your hosts.
0: everybody and welcome to a new edition of the Stuff and Things podcast. We are back talking The Walking Dead. I am Sam and i delighted to say I'm joined by Stefan. Hey man, we are back. Yeah, yeah, our audience jumps now. Uh, yeah. f- fear of the Walking Dead has ended. Uh, the Fear of the Walking Dead is like the graveyard shift for podcasting. Um, yeah. And and the Walking Dead is back. Uh, for everybody who was with us through the Fear of the Walking Dead, remember the message at the end of the last one. Uh, you are our people. Uh, for everybody rejoining us uh, for the Walking Dead, welcome back. It's probably been a year since you heard us speak. <laughs> so cool, yeah, uh-huh. it's about that, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Walking Dead season ten episode one. Uh, the title of the episode was "Lines We Cross." Indeed, it was.
1: I'm going to do my homework for this season.
0: Uh, <laughs> mate, why, why break a habit of a lifetime?
1: Well, yeah, um, I'll get I'll get the first two or three and then be like, and the episode was nope, didn't press the eye
0: button. Yeah, no, yeah. see, sucks. Uh, before we get into the actual episode, then there's just some general Walking Dead news uh, out there. New York Comic Con uh, was the weekend just gone, and there was yeah. some information. One of the things that was announced was that the third spin-off, so, well, second spin-off, the third TV show, are yep. uh, still unnamed. But the big news is it appears that it is set within one of the communities that is where Rick was taken. Oh. Yeah, so so, if anyone has missed this uh, from New York Comic Con, basically, you know the symbol? Uh, anyone who watched Fear the Walking Dead would have picked up on this as well. There's a symbol for these communities, three circles interlinked. Yep. Uh, basically, there are three communities that are run by this whoever, which hopefully we're going to learn a lot more about going forward. And it would appear that this spinoff show, because a lot of eagle-eyed people noticed in the trailer that the clothing was wearing this three-circle branding. Um, yeah, it's going to be set inside one of these three communities, and it's going to be following sort of kids who are growing up within this community, which is very, very shielded from the realities of the apocalypse. So, it's I'm going to be quite excited for it. Actually, I'm actually well... looking forward to seeing how. I mean,
1: I looked forward to the walk, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, and yeah. it was nothing like what we expected. So, fingers no. crossed.
0: Well, I mean, it's going to be an interesting point of view of it's another take on the same thing. Yeah, Um, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, anyone with an interest in the Rick Grimes, you know where he's gone. Uh, the other aspect the other announcement, if you like, which is uh, relevant to that is in a month's time. Uh, we're going to hear when the first film's coming out and details on that first film. So Ooh. the Rick Grimes films are going ahead. It all it's all interlinked. Um, the one thing from a UK point of view is I wonder where this show's gonna gonna end up.
1: Yeah, because that's true.
0: because the, the Walking Dead did a deal. Uh, AMC did a deal with Fox International. So internationally, outside of the US, Fox airs The Walking Dead, and that's the same in the UK. By the time that Fear the Walking Dead launched. Uh, AMC did a deal with uh, another pay subscription provider in the UK to create a channel uh called BT that's the name of the subscription provider BT AMC so Fear the Walking Dead is behind another paywall if you like in this country which is really
1: frustrating for anyone that isn't on
0: BT internet cuz
1: they've got to pay for yeah the extra is, channels yeah. yeah
0: it is very aggravating i i do it and it is very aggravating <laughs> Uh, but I get all the sport come with it. So, you know. but, I have um, to,
1: thanks to this podcast, so it works for me. I get yeah.
0: um, so where that show's going to end up, I don't know, because obviously it's another show being made by AMC. It would stand to reason, as they've got their own channel now in the UK, they'll air it on that as well. But whether it get the same audience, because you know, the Fear the Walking Dead audience is a fraction of the Walking Dead, and I swear a lot of that in the UK is down to inability to access it yeah a lot of these nine
1: just haven't got bt the channels because no. yeah unless you're with bt for your sky and your phone or stuff like that then no, it's expensive it no it is, yeah. it
0: is expensive add-on so yeah it'd be interesting to see what they do with that i'll keep my eye out for that and obviously we'll talk about that on the podcast when it's known but specific to the walking dead um kind of pretty big news it's been Drum renewed roll. it's been renewed for season 11 Yep. Uh, so before episode one of ten even aired, eleven has been confirmed. i got to be honest with you, mate. I kind of thought that with the other shows launching, uh, the possible spin-offs, I thought they might, on the main show, call it ten and done. I We
1: spoke about this before, I'm sure, Sand, that yeah. 10, ten would be an achievement. Yeah. It'd be a nice round figure to close it off on. Um, Hmm. they could kind of finish the Whisperers story arc this season and then one way they could kill everyone off and the Whisperers win. That would be the end. (laughs) That's one way of doing it, yeah. Or they beat the Whisperers and everyone goes off and lives happily ever after. They had a chance to kind of do it. Yeah. My only concern with a season 11 is that they're going to do the same as they did with the Negan storyline, which is over milk it and kind of by the end of the storyline, you kind of
0: don't care. Yeah, and you and you're very done. Yeah, it is a very distinct possibility that we we could well be. I mean, for me, season ten should be all about whispers and should resolve that. I think if you drag it into another season, you do run the risk of like all out war, which is we had a season of here comes Negan, a season of here is Negan, and then another season of fighting Negan, and yeah. and it it, well, it became the Negan show, which i in I know a lot of people enjoyed that, but for me it was, you know, took away from what I wanted. Yeah. Two uh, seasons
1: so, of a bad guy, that's enough.
0: Yeah, so uh, great news obviously for every Walking Dead fan is the fact there is gonna be more. Um mm-hmm. in in what sense that goes forward, obviously we'll we'll have to wait and see, but it'd be interesting. Uh the other thing that was confirmed, which I think everybody knew already anyway, was the Nigener uh, AKA Michonne is leaving. Season ten is definitely her last season with the Walking Dead. Yep. Uh it was very carefully worded. Um, you know, she's done with the television show. Whether that perhaps leaves it open for her to appear in the films, should she survive season ten. Yeah, I mean that's um, what they did with Rick's character, wasn't it? Rick is done from the T V
1: Walking Dead yeah. and went, Oh wait a minute.
0: Yeah, it was it was very carefully worded. Uh but finally, um almost as if to replace her uh Lauren Cohen aka Maggie is returning to Yay. The Walking Dead. Um there are some rumors that we will see her appear towards the end of season 10, but she's confirmed as a series regular for season 11. So she's back. yeah, she's back. What do you think about that? Depending now how they bring her back. Because when she left, I I personally and Maggie was a character I loved by the way. Yep. I, I was struggling with her character a little. The the Maggie Corleone scenes, for example, felt yeah. really forced and aggravated me. Ghetto gangster um, Maggie, yeah. It was yeah.
1: not her character, what we expect from her. Not I'm so... hoping when she comes back, it brings in the community that she's been with. Hmm. Because the way she left, it was so rubbish. Oh, Maggie's gone, but she left you a letter. Yeah, no, I oh, agree. With here's you. a letter from Maggie. Oh, Maggie said this on the radio, and it was like, you know, we made the joke of you know when you haven't got the budget to pay for someone, so you're like, oh, they're just in the shower at the moment. Yeah, they'll be out yeah. soon. Yeah, no, she needs I know. to come back with a decent storyline of why she went, what she's been up to. I agree. Because yeah. if it comes back and it's just like, oh, Maggie's back. Here you go. You're in charge again, like you never left. Let's crack
0: on. No, I agree with you. Um, the, the, it opens up a lot of. Um, a lot of things. I mean, she's going to be returning. A lot of people she left behind is going to have gone. Uh, you know, Jesus, Enid, um yeah. Tara, you know, people that she trusted and had around her kind of her inner circle, if you like, at hilltop of all been killed. That's going so, to be interesting. Yeah. It, it opens up a lot of interesting things. Uh, the dynamic with Negan, I mean, we don't know, uh the the arc that they're gonna take the Negan character I think the suspicion with most people is is he's gonna fight against the whispers. I mean the comic book arc they've mirrored at certain times and have steered away from it certain times and I, I'm still not 100% sure where they're going with him yeah but Maggie for me should never be comfortable around him no. And vice versa. I, I I don't think they should ever be like, do you know what? That was in the past. <laughs> that, oh, that, that would ruin it. That needs to stay tense. That needs to stay untrusting. Even if you have a kind of working relationship in as much as you do you, I'll do me, but don't ever, you know, don't ever smile at me, you piece <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, I can
1: see it being like if Maggie goes back to the hilltop, then Negan having to go to another community...
0: Yeah, just generally them, yeah, not being around each other. And I want them to, to kind of stick to that. But anyway, that's like I said, that's all things coming down the line, uh, all things that were announced. Focusing on this episode then, as you said, it's lines we cross. What do you think it's, about the style that we've had? And we've had this a few times from Angela Kang.
1: Um, honestly, the, the, it really annoyed me. This whole, the black screen, the writing, the carrying on bit was just like, oh.
0: So, the kind of breaking the episode into chapters... Is, yeah, is I'm what, not a big fan. What What about it irks you, or, or what about it did you not like?
1: I, I don't like the fact that you're going to get those three or four seconds of just kind of like black screen writing on it. All the pace and everything that might have developed just kills it. Yeah. I feel it takes you out of the episode as well. You get involved with the character, you kind of get into the episode... And then suddenly, oh, black screen of writing. Oh, yeah, it's a TV programme. Don't worry about it. It's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it no, takes me out be. of
1: the episode a bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems to be her style because we've seen it a few times in season yeah. nine. Um, I, I'm like you. I'm, I'm a little bit kind of, I don't think it's necessary to break an episode into the chapters. Um, one of the chapters was even called Lines We Cross, and it was kind of like, this is feeling a bit naff now. Yeah, um, if
1: a person, a character had said, like these are the lines we we cross. Yeah. To then to maybe get to the fire or something, we would have gone. That little geek bit would have gone. Oh, episode title. Yeah. There we yeah. go. But yeah, to see and... it actually wrote on the screen was a bit like, oh yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah. So,
0: Cheers. so I mean, one of my pet hates um, from from Gimple is the non-linear storytelling. Yeah. Um, and in and we had that again in this episode where. We're seeing the same events from different people's points of view. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know what people think about that in general. I, I mean, I, I've talked about it so much that I, I don't even want to talk about it again. But it does feel, it just frustrates me. It's like I'm watching something, I'm following it. These are the events. And then I start again. And yeah. I'm watching something, I'm following it. And then I start again, and it just—it feels like by the time I've got to the end of the episode, it's like I've re- Groundhog's Day, I, you know, about I've repeated, three or
1: four times. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've repeated the same events, and and I know that we're seeing them from different point of view and uh, different sort of point of view characters, if you like. But it, to, to me, it just frustrates me, and and the, the longer I, one of the things Angela Kang didn't do last year is continue the the gimpalism of flashback within a flashback within a within a non-linear story across episodes Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping this is kind of uh a unique way of opening the season you know reintroducing everybody yeah uh, showing us the characters yeah and going from there now uh, we had a cold open which involved the satellite falling from the sky a soviet satellite falling from the sky nonetheless um one <laughs> I don't know. Well, when I, it started, it confused the heck out of
1: me. It was like in space, and I thought to myself, all oh, with time jumped a long way here.
0: Well, I, I <laughs> genuinely thought I had the wrong show. Yeah. So, what, what's happened? So it's like Fox, they've done their, uh, this is, beware, this show contains intense horror and violence from the outset. And I'm like, hey, yeah, it does. Here we and go. Then, oh. And then I got a satellite going across, so I'm thinking, nope. Nope, wrong show. So I double-checked. No, no, it's the right show. It's, it's a Soviet satellite. Yeah, okay. So that's been out there a while. Yeah, um, what have I missed? <laughs> yeah, that, that was it. I, I was just kind of baffled by it, but at the same time, and this is where the way my brain works, I'm thinking ooh, this could be interesting. Perhaps we're going to find out a little bit more information about how the whole world is, you know. This satellite perhaps has got maps, perhaps has got data. Ooh, this is interesting. And yeah. then and then nothing happens until I see it crashing, and then I'm like, "All oh, right, that's why we saw it." Oh, for...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, like, it. did
0: we need to see it really, or? Well, the, the whole something crashing to the earth thing. I mean, I I don't know about you, but I'm I'm 36 years old. I've never had a satellite slam into the ground near me. How about uh, you? No, can't say. No, no. I'd, 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 not, I'd not even heard about it really happening on a regular basis. So. No, I think the most exciting thing that's fallen near our house is some really big hailstones. I've never really had a,
1: a satellite I had, or anything.
0: I had, a, I had a hot air balloon come down in between two houses when I was younger. That was insane. I was like three or four years old and I'm sat playing and all of a sudden my house went blue. <laughs> I was like, you know, what the hell's going on? Like, I turned around to the window, and there's literally a hot air balloon, just like everything's blue, um, and they they lost power, and they just landed where they could, and they've landed between two houses in this like housing estate where I was growing up. But yeah, and I mean, mad landing skills. They didn't damage anything, but yeah, it was very confusing. But not a satellite. But not a satellite. No. Uh See, but anyway, personally, it's...
1: I think it would have been more exciting, interesting yeah. if we hadn't have seen the satellite. And we'd wondered what We had just the seen the boom and then things coming down. Because we were just sitting there going, is it a meteor shower? Is it? Yeah. Is there somewhere firing a weapon? What's going on?
0: Yeah, I mean, someone's got to have the nuclear codes still. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> that could be an interesting arc for The Walking Dead. <laughs> Someone Darryl's... finds
1: these codes and a key and they're like, I wonder <laughs> yeah. what these do. Oh. Yeah.
0: Daryl finds a way of dealing with the Whisperers. Drops a little napalm in there. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But anyway, so we, we open up with that, with the cold open and we have this, um, uh, strange kind of scene and it flashes up on the screen, training day. Uh, so yep. basically the Oceansiders, uh, group from Hilltop, group from Alexandria, they're there on a beach. Um, Jerry, what up Jerry? And King Ezekiel are, uh, basically there's a crashed, uh, wrecked boat, we've loads of walkers inside and they're opening the door letting out a few walkers and shutting the door again so the group can kind of practice it's a good technique i like it, that it's it's a good technique it's um it's it's good training but i when i was watching it so initially when i'm watching it i'm thinking this doesn't make any sense to me this is an experienced group battle hardened they've been dealing with the dead anyone who is alive At this point of the apocalypse, you know, me and you talked about that in Fear the Walking Dead. Well, this is even further, deeper into the apocalypse now. Yeah,
1: everyone's dealt with with the walker by now.
0: Yeah, best part of a decade into the apocalypse. If you're alive, you've dealt with the dead. Now, if they were training kids, you know, like Judith, etc. Okay, and Judith was there. But, I mean, Judith's one of the badasses of all of them. So, yeah, it, it kind of... I kind of couldn't get my head around it. I was thinking, why are they doing this? And then after watching the scene and moving on, it suddenly hit me. Why? They're not actually training for the dead. They're training for dealing with a herd with the Whisperers because they've got these shields, but they're using range weapons. They're not, you know, they're using bows, catapults. It's training
1: so that we don't have to get close to them in case one of them
0: does what they did to Jesus and suddenly ducks. You got it, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's kind of learning a new way of
0: doing it. And they've got these shields, so basically, if they have got knives in their hands or anything like that, they're not going to be able to get you because you've got the shield in your arm. So yeah, it, it was it a was nice interesting. It. Yeah, it was interesting because whereas, like I said initially, my initial thought on it was just like, well, this is weird? Why are, you know why are they showing us this?" Uh, it then made sense. It kind yeah, of.
1: Yeah, see, I don't know if I if I just missed it or something, but it would have been nice to hear someone say. You know, remember you can't let them get close. In case, yeah, keep I mean, them at a distance, or you know, just a little bit of a something to give you more of a a hint. Yeah. At the same time, though, nice to see the uh, the old grouper back, the Ocean Siders. Yeah, considering yeah. they've disappeared for the last couple of seasons.
0: Well, that's season nine. Yeah, they vanished yeah. for season nine. Uh, yeah. I mean, the you know start of season nine. The last time we saw the Ocean Siders, they were executing ex-saviors. Uh, Quite brutally. Uh, I think Arat was the last one they straight up murdered. That's Um, it. Yeah, that was kind of serious. And then they went on their merry way. No one saw them again in the rest of season nine. They were referenced a few times, like "Oh, I've just gone down the ocean side." But um, yeah, it's interesting to see that community, which they've now got gates on. Uh, You know, so they've obviously got walls, um, and they are quite literally at the ocean side. And Uh, I think a few of them uh Daryl makes a reference to, you know, oh, I was good to, good to be here, you know, good to bring the kids to see the ocean. Uh, he talks, he, he references Rick to Michonne. He kind of nudges her and says, I know a certain idiot. who would have loved this, uh, yep. which, which was nice. Um, the kids are playing, uh, Judith's got them all like collecting seashells and stuff. RJ Speaks. I think it's the first time I've heard RJ speak. Yeah, he's growing up now, isn't he? Um, and then they find uh, a face mask. Uh, a face off of a walker. Uh, so one of the... And it freaks everybody out. Um, Everyone
1: goes nuts, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, everybody gets completely freaked out. Now, um, uh, one thing I just want to point out as well is the opening credits. Did you watch them? Not,
1: like paying attention sort of thing they've, like, it's they've the, the changed opening, them oh damn it the opening credits i'll be honest with you is normally when i go make my drink and make sure i've got everything ready
0: shocking yeah. shocking i shocking. Oh, no. um yeah. <laughs> they they've changed it and they've added rick on the bridge um so basically in the opening credits now if you miss this go back and watch it or watch it next week uh you've now got the scene of all the walkers on the bridge rick raising his gun shooting and the bridge exploding that's in the animated um, opening. Oh, damn. Yeah, I didn't need that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I got, man, I got, come on. I got, because it was bad enough when um, you used to have the old credits and you'd have like certain references to to people who died. Oh, um, um, yeah. The, you know, the Carl... Stephen Young's name for the next three episodes. and every time uh, died, Oh, yeah, okay. that was, yeah, that was painful. Uh, but, yeah, the the pocket watch used to appear and, you know, yep. Herschel, Glenn... Uh, then Rick, so yeah it was a, yeah, it was kind of like, dude, what are you doing to me um but yeah that's that's in there now, so you can go find that um I again, so we have this another chapter comes up this one's called skin yeah. um Michonne and a group of uh, Michonne with Aaron, but there's a small group go looking for the whisperers yeah, um so what Making happens etc yeah, yeah, so what happens when they're out there which uh which I like? And was kind of interested, and in I wanted to put you is Aaron actually asks Michonne, "Are we the good guys?"
1: Yeah, what, yeah. What you... um, it's one of the things we've spoken about it a lot, so many times on the podcast about the whole when it was Negan and Rick, yeah, and if you flipped it round and we'd watched Negan all this way and would you Aaron... be looking at Rick, and oh my god, he just slaughtered all those people in his sleep.
0: Yeah, and Aaron basically <laughs> almost paraphrases the internet here by saying you know, we're the villain of somebody else's story. I'm sure of it. Um, you know, are, are we the bad guys? And I I don't know. It it was, it felt like a little bit of a nod to the fan debate that goes on, which was kind of nice. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I mean, I liked it because I liked the fact that someone's thinking about, you know, our, our actions, are we doing things the way we should be doing them? um, it's interesting but what 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 kind of struck me is at no point did Aaron say that when they were murdering people in their sleep no he he's questioning it now when they're up against people who skin walkers wear them walk amongst the dead you know he's literally questioning if they're the good guys when they're up against now the closest thing to evil you've had in yeah the
1: they face people like negan who battered two skulls in because someone yeah. threw a punch at him and stuff yeah and they didn't question it then but he's going to question it now
0: yeah, yeah it's a he, bit of a mm. yeah he's questioning the good guys um but yeah if so you think now you're the good guys yeah i liked i liked <laughs> yeah it would have been funny if michelle had just turned around to him and gone aaron don't be a dick yeah we are <laughs> not even, not even close, dude. Not, not yeah. what the hell are you talking about? But yeah, it's um. Yeah, I like. Might... Have you worn anyone today? No, I think we're the good guys. Yeah, yeah. Have you skinned any dead person today? And worn that? No, then we're good. <laughs> um Yeah. So Luke and Co uh, find a camp. Yeah. uh They find a camp. Uh, there's a few people dead there, and they also find some skin that's been left out to dry. Uh, yep. that was kind of gross. Uh, and yeah. another kind of hint that the whisperers have returned—they went south for winter. Um, Michonne references Rick and Carl when she's talking to Aaron about um, being the good guys. Yeah, you know, she references them. Um, interesting, you know, kind of Rick being held up as—I uh, don't know—this kind of uh, hero figure, which he yeah. is, you know. To yeah, me, he's Rick's like the messiah hero. now, isn't he? Yeah, you know, he's, he's gone, and because of that, he's he's held up by everybody who remembers him. But, I mean, that dude did some bad stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, so it's kind of like when they're, they're having this debate about, are we the good guys? And she's like, well, I know Rick. And I'm thinking, yeah, Rick would have straight up murdered some people by now. Yeah, yeah, the when, whisperers when those, wouldn't
1: even be that much of an issue.
0: Yeah, when those heads showed up on spikes, there would have been machine gun fire. There would have been a lot of dead whisperers and Rick going crazy. So, um, yeah, interesting. But I, I yeah. just—it's very <laughs> true, though. You know, you kind of, uh, you know, die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Um, and I think he, because he's gone, he's just completely revered. Um, yeah, look you know. at
1: all the good that he's done for us he's built us together he did once rip that guy's throat out with his teeth but forget about that, he's yeah. made the
0: community to be fair though, someone was about to anally rape his son So yeah, this is true, Yeah, yeah. he had reason think... for that one yeah, he had very good calls um, moving on from anal rape uh, <laughs> everyone is one of the things I think everyone's terrified and this episode really kind of puts it across everyone's afraid of the Whisperers yeah, I don't know if I'm kind of on board with this. What, everybody basically being terrified of them?
1: Yeah, when even Daryl stops... Hey, and Carol go out and they're hunting, mm. and he stops Carol from shooting the zombies because they're the other side of the line. Let's not start trouble, let's not start trouble. Yeah. Does he forget that he drove a dumper truck
0: into Negan's base? Well, perhaps it's actually a case of he's learned from his mistakes. You reckon? Because- well, if you think about it, he did that. Was that was an epic mess up, to be fair, wasn't it? That was an yeah, epic. Yeah, that was that was an epic cock up. And he was driven by revenge. He was driven by anger. He was driven by self kind of determination. He wasn't thinking of the greater good. Yeah. The greater good. Um, but he he now is. He's now saying to Carol, no, don't do that because that could start a war and so he's not thinking of himself in that instance he's not thinking of the deer he's not putting him and carol above uh, all the group he's putting the group first which is something daryl old wouldn't have done something that daryl old used to drive me insane about
1: yeah he kind of had his own motives and went again with the dumper truck he was angry yeah so crashed it yeah
0: yeah and and that was it i mean so yeah we we could look at that and say it feels a little bit out of character but at the same time I think it actually sits inside his character of he doesn't want to see more people killed you know, so he, he, he yeah. saw the Whisperers were able to infiltrate them, no problem at all, were able just to pick people off and kill them, no problem at all, leaving heads on spikes um, they also know that the Whisperers control a massive, massive herd, yeah. and you know that that's, I think Michonne even refers to it as a nuclear weapon Yes, and and, and she, you know they're right. You know that is you march that herd into one of their, one of the settlements, you're dead. Game, game over. That, yeah, yeah, it's it's completely game over. So, the the idea of um, not wanting to cause that conflict makes perfect sense to me. The thing that I found they were driving home that little bit too much. It felt a little bit forced. Was the everybody's afraid of them? Yeah, because it doesn't. It doesn't feel right to me that everyone would be afraid. It would have felt more right, you know, cautious, not wanting the conflict, not wanting to go down that road again, but the kind of, they're the boogeyman kind of thing. Like, Father Gabriel looked terrified.
1: Yeah. I the, loved the guy, him and Negan's talk as well, where yeah. Negan's telling him, look, you know, don't lie, but maybe just mislead a little bit. Make him yeah. seem like you're in charge, for God's sake. You know, don't make it look like you're all terrified because you're not going to win.
0: Yeah, exactly, and and he does he does just come across as genuinely petrified, and uh, Aaron as well. Aaron's kind of reaction to finding the mask is like, right, we're going to go into lockdown. Mich- and Michonne's the one going, no, no, chill, <laughs> just be vigilant. You know, there's no need to create a panic. Yeah. Um. So it, it's yeah, strange. yeah, you wouldn't yeah. expect
1: a group that have been through the Saviors, um, the Governor, all of that lot. Yeah. You'd expect them. Like you say, maybe be a bit cautious and be like, okay, do you know what? We don't really want to cause another war. We've just had one.
0: Well, to me, it's kind of like, you know, these people deal with on a day-to-day basis zombies. Now, if if that's your reality, surely people dressing up as zombies shouldn't terrify you that much. Do do you see what I mean by that? It's kind of like, I completely get that you'd be anxious, nervous. It is a threat. But the way they portrayed it in this episode, and I know perhaps it's just because it's the first episode and then they're trying to set a tone, uh, but it just felt to me like it was a little bit forced. I think Father Gabriel's reaction, et cetera, was very good. I, I felt you know, he, he acted that well because he didn't overtly say, oh my God, I'm crapping myself. You could just tell he was clearly very, very nervous. Yeah. But whereas other characters kept saying it like, you know... I'm scared now or, or oh no don't be yeah. scared yeah and it was kind of oh, you don't need to do that I don't think no uh, good
1: enough actors should be able to do it with body language and facial expressions not are you scared I'm scared oh, yeah yeah, I'm yeah. Scared. It, are you scared yes it, yes everyone's scared you No, know,
0: and, and I know there wasn't any kind of overt thing like, but that's just how it felt it felt a little bit forced yeah. to me and I would, I would have expected characters uh, the characters that we know very well to be that little bit more uh, stoic in this situation. But we'll we'll see how that pans out. Um, uh, yeah, I expected more reactions like Carol. Uh, what, well, ca- you know, Carol? A few
1: more people to go, and? It's just like, you know, it's only three foot across the line. We can still kill a walker. It's fine. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Come on. it's like I expected a few more of the characters to have that kind of attitude because of what they've dealt with in the past. Yeah,
0: well, I want, I want to talk about Carol in a bit because yeah. I feel like Carol is simmering rage and I love it <laughs> Yes, okay. so we'll come on to that because there's a scene that I wanted to talk to you about because it really confused me and okay. I want to know if it was just me and it's to do with Judith and RJ now Michonne's coming back after going off and seeing this camp etc and she sees Judith sat talking to RJ and she's telling him a story of the brave man yeah. the story of the brave man is about a brave man who there was a load of, load of the dead and he had a bridge, and he had to blow up the bridge to stop all the dead to get into his friends. Obviously, she's telling him the story of Rick and how Rick died. Yep. She doesn't say Rick. She doesn't say our dad. She says the brave man. And when RJ then talks and talks about, you know, different things, he he says, like, Michonne, Michonne says something about, oh, you know, I'd do anything for you. I love you. And she goes, oh, and Judith. And then RJ says, oh, and my dad. And Judith kind of pulls a face and Michonne just gives him a hug. And I'm like, has no one told him that his dad's Rick? I'm, I'm lost. I don't understand.
1: I, right. I'm really glad you actually said that because, well, for two things. One, I couldn't understand. When they were saying the brave man, I couldn't understand them saying the brave part. But that might have been had the TV down low. <coughs> okay. So I'm glad you've now clarified that for me. Yep. Um, and secondly, yeah, I was thinking, I've actually got in my notes. I was like, does RJ know? Yeah. Because yeah, the way they were talking about it, I'm like, has has RJ been told someone else is his dad? Or well, the... yeah,
0: because of the trailer where she's kissing Ezekiel, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, that's not going to go down well with the fan base. Oh <laughs> God, could you
1: imagine if RJ thinks <laughs> Ezekiel's his dad? Oh, oh wow. man, that would kick. off. I mean, we thought the stands were bad, but that would kick off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah, Rishon, Rishon's stand base would uh would implode I mean it'd be funny <laughs> but just for me i yeah. find that very funny um, but, but yeah that did really confuse me because surely he
1: would know yeah surely he'd be told who dad was you know if someone is that much of a heroic character that's held in that much high regard yeah surely think... the son of Rick would be like a big kind of mantle of it well, can be fun to watch how does he grow up to live up to the mantle of Rick's son now that Carl's gone
0: yeah, I mean I, I just find that confusing and anyone yeah. who anyone who's listening to us now get in touch with your interpretation on it please because I'm really really keen to hear it. I uh I watched that and I, I actually I it is the only scene I watched again because I genuinely felt very confused by it. Yeah. Um so yeah. Uh get in touch. Uh email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find this everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Not Snapchat, I don't do that. No. Nope. I don't do Snapchat. I, although I did do a Snapchat yesterday where uh, the filter made me look like a king. I like that. I like that. I didn't get king. sent that, not going to lie. A little bit upset. Yeah. Well, I'll send it to you later. Thank you. I, I like it. I look like a king. <laughs> anyway, um, the next thing we go on to in the next chapter, if you like, is called Bird Wisdom. Uh, Bird Wisdom, we get to see Rosita's baby. We get to see Rosita. How you doing, buddy? Can we We just point out the
1: fact Rosita is back and she's a badass in the gym, kicking ass, getting herself back ready. Stefan is ridiculously happy.
0: Yeah, you have a serious thing for Rosita. Ridiculous, yep. Yeah, yeah, it is ridiculous. Uh, But yeah, Rosita's baby. Uh, Eugene, we have some comic relief with Eugene. Trying to basically <laughs> turn the baby into a damn science experiment, which is quite funny. Yep. Um, we get to see uh, Father Gabriel sort of rock up, looking terrified, as we mentioned before. We get to see the fun dynamic where C- uh, Sadiq's there, and he's going to take the baby off for a bit. Um, but whilst all that's happening, we get a we get this scene where Lydia is trying to learn how to read. Uh the former Whisperer was never taught to read. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I like that. I've never had to read up until now, so why yeah. am I bothering? Yeah. yeah, it was kind of you can kind of see the argument there. Um but yeah, she she is um she's learning and they the council, if you like, from Alexandria want to talk to her. Um we we got to see Laura, aka Lindsley, uh who is a big fan of this show, as in she did an interview once, and she's now on our intro, so I'm calling her a big fan. Um, it's nice to see her there. Uh, but yeah, they um, they kind of talk to her, but then we have this scene where Lydia's outside kind of practicing with her staff, which has got a, a cool, like, nunchucky thing at the end. I don't know what they're called, but they're cool. I like them. Nice, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I looked at that weapon, and I was like, What? Yeah, that looked fun. Uh, But then there's Negan. Negan's picking some fruit. Uh, Negan talks to her. Kind of like, why is everyone giving you the side eye, kid? Which made me laugh. And she's like, no more than people are with you, you jackass. Um, But yeah, interesting. Uh, Negan basically says to her, like, you know, keep your head down. Uh, Be careful. Um, Negan's got a guard with him, uh, with a spear which made me laugh because the guy like tells him to get back to work and he's like yeah okay fair enough later on when he has that conversation with Gabriel he's like you know you need to do it for show, just like that guard you have following me round. Yeah. (laughs) Which I kind of felt like was a little bit of a veiled, because you know if I wanted to, I could stick that thing up his ass. (laughs) Yeah, if I
1: wanted to win, I could get away and win. You know this, but I'll let you have your little guard follow me,
0: because Did good. Yeah, did you you get that as well? That was how I felt, yeah.
1: yeah. It It was very much a sly kind of, yeah, Yeah, it's all for show, like this guy.
0: Yeah, it was not not even a thinly veiled threat. It was kind and of. It's not know, even like they've got
1: someone like Jerry or something where you'd look at no. Jerry and go, "I ain't going to mess with him." It's yeah. just a random bloke with a stick
0: going, "Oi, yeah. back to Ran- work!" Random dude with a spear who Negan yeah. would turn into a toothpick. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the Sadik scene? Sadiq is having uh, the best one in the world. Some sort of PTSD reaction, yeah, big um, time. Uh, that's gonna. Prove interesting over the the course. I mean, like I said, this episode's just setting up so many things, and it stands the reason that he would. Um, he but, hurts Rosita's baby, though. I'm gonna have issues. Well, well, for sure, but I mean, it's his baby as well. So, ah, okay, I, I don't
1: it's Rosita's baby.
0: Okay. Um, one of the things that I just wanted to put to you and I and I know uh, from personal experience, etc., that PTSD triggers and things are all very different, but. Everybody who survived this long must have some form of PTSD or some form of trauma. You know, you you know what I'm saying by this. All of them. Oh God, There can't be any yeah. You mean think of the
1: things that people have gone through.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's no um,
1: way that no one is suffering.
0: And so I kind of, although the show highlighting it in this way, I think's good. Um, showing you know real issues, uh, mental health issues in in this way. And, and adapted it into the show. I think it's a great thing, yeah. but it does make me think. Well, if you're doing it for this guy, surely, surely all of these people at some point are rocking backwards and forwards in absolute terror and hell every night. Every yeah. night
1: before they go to bed is just twenty minutes of rocking, going, "I've seen no yeah. dead. I've seen no dead. I've yeah. seen no dead. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm
0: going to be okay." Um, So yeah, I find that interesting. Um, We also saw there's a new Doctor who referred to himself as a god in the apocalypse. Three episodes. I can tell tell you right now, Sunshine, you were what is called Walker Bait in the apocalypse. Uh, You were a Doctor and Doctors do not live. There can only be one. There can be only one. And Sadiq has survived longer than any other doctor on the show, by the way. So whether that means we're going to lose Sadiq or whether that means this other guy, as we both suspect, is dead. I personally think, and this is just a wild prediction, Sadiq's going to have some kind of PTSD moment and kill him. Kill the other doctor. I don't know why. I have no idea why. But And then just
1: turn around to the person that witnessed it and goes, there can only be one.
0: There can be only one. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> For so many reasons. Oh my god,
1: Sadiq, what are you doing? Yeah. There can only there, be there, one.
0: There can be only one, and just drops his head to the ground. Uh, yeah, for so many nerdy Highlander reasons, I'd love that, <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> it was
1: funny, though, because I saw the white coat on this guy and just went, oh,
0: dead, won't even bother remembering your name. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, genuinely, I have no idea what that character's called. Nope. All I all I thought was new doctor, dead guy. Yeah. Like, like earlier in the episode as well, um, Luke was flirting with somebody. And I, and I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to learn her name, but basically, she's had lines. She's now a face we're going to know. And Luke likes her. She's dead. <laughs> yes. See you later. <laughs> Is it because of ten seasons of this show? I've now just become uber cynical to all these things. Yeah. But...
1: Are you happy? Good. <clears throat> You're going to die. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Yeah. That person's smiling clearly going to be dead. Um. Moving on to the next chapter. Uh. The called Sea Dogs. Yeah. Uh, which is where Carol comes back. Carol's been out to sea. Uh, she's been doing some fishing. She obviously just wanted to get away from everything. I thought it was interesting that uh, Ezekiel, despite their split, was there waiting for her. Uh, the kind most of,
1: awkward scene in the entire thing. Yep.
0: Yeah, but it was kind of uh, because there was no reason for him to be there other than he clearly wanted to see her, uh, yeah. which is quite nice. But then he had that moment of realisation of when she arrived of like, Crap! I should have a reason to be here. Um, uh, look, look, look busy, look busy. Oh hey! I didn't know you were gonna be here. Um, so that was kind of nice, <laughs> in a yeah, way. Oh, I didn't realize your boat was coming in at exactly this time. Damn. Yeah. Um, we got to see uh, Daryl obviously welcome his best friend back. Um, yes, best friend. I'm gonna go with that. Before um, we hit onto that bit, no, 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 no. Wait, oh. because I'm about to come to it. Okay. Um, Kelly. Is Kelly going deaf? Did I interpret yes, that right? her
1: hearing is getting worse and they are preparing her.
0: Yeah. She's,
1: so... she's learning more sign language. That that confused me because she's learning more sign language Yeah, that so she's, she's prepared she signs... for it.
0: But yeah. she's the interpreter so surely she knows all the sign language. Yeah, I've got to be honest with you. I was, I was a little bit confused what they meant by preparing her. Perhaps it's just the adjustment of being deaf rather than yeah um, you know partially partially but uh you know connie was super positive and connie was great with her I which I really liked. it's a superpower I yeah it was brilliant. yeah i love that i loved the uh, the adapting uh what many would see as a handicap into a you know into a positive and i loved that it was a really good positive thing um as characters go like i mean you talked about it last year you know being deaf or blind in the apocalypse would just be <laughs> terrible. Well, you would um,
1: think that would be your death certificate signed, wouldn't you? Yeah. But and, just proving.
0: Yeah, and I, I love that character. Um, I also like the dynamic with Daryl. Um, Daryl's learning sign language. He's got the sign language book in his back pocket. Um, yes, that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, how I thought he would. And and I love the fact she says to him, you sign with a southern accent. And he's like, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Do I? Are like, you sure? Yeah, it's like, how, how, what? Um, and, and dog does like her, um, which was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, those two were incredibly sweet together, which, you know, uh, we also saw the scene where Daryl's walking over and Kelly kind of gives Connie the look of, ooh, here comes your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, which was, you know, straight flashback to school, but it was a fun, And Connie just gives her that look of shut the f- up, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is good. Uh, yeah, so I like that. I like the dynamic between those two. Um, I like the dynamic between Carol and Daryl. They're best friends. Um, I realise by saying best friends for Daryl and Carol, some of our listeners are switching off right now. But And having a pet temper tantrum yeah, and I'm, probably voicing very obscene things online. But Oh, yes, yeah, so I have got no doubt my email will be full of hatred again. But It just made um, me laugh.
1: It was almost like that entire scene it was just made as a middle finger to Twitter.
0: Well, you, you kind of... See, the the funny thing is to me is when people have a point of view, and this is about all things in life, they see what they want to see. So, for example, my point of view is their relationship is brother, sister, best friends, and I really like that. If that changed, whatever. But for me, that's how I see the relationship and have done for some time. Me and you have talked about it. We don't need to go yeah. over it again. So when I saw you know, the hug when you got off the boat, when I saw the the interactions between the two, the little nudges and stuff like that, it just reminds me of me one of my one of my best friends in the world's uh, woman, and that's how we interact. That's that's yeah. just how we are and have been since we were kids. So to me, it just makes me think of that, and I smile and I like that. But that's my point of view, and that's me looking at that. I went on to Twitter last night and. I saw people sharing, uh, they've created the gif of him lifting her I forgot, off the boat, slowed it down, put a romantic filter on it and it's, oh, look at the love between them. And I'm like, seriously, how are you still getting this? How, how, what the dude's walking around, he's learning sign language for another woman. You, you really, you don't, you know, he even calls her his best friend during this episode I don't think you can be anywhere clearer. But at the same time, I don't at the same time have any issue with people, uh, you know, wanting, you know, Daryl and Carol getting together is what I want. That's fine. But I don't see why people have to get so damn aggressive about it. Yeah. Like, that's not how I see the relationship. That's not how a lot of people see the relationship. Damn, chill out. Yeah, exactly. I get the <laughs> idea. I mean, everybody
1: has like the two characters that they want to see in a relationship together on the show. Like you want to see you and Rosita. I wanna see I'm not even, no, I'm not even getting into who I wanna see because 'cause that'll take us down a very dark route. But I have <laughs> yeah, two characters okay. that yeah. I want to see in a relationship together. Okay, who 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 do you want to see? Not no, we are not touching this on the podcast because no, that'll
0: no. be Bring it. No, because no, it's on. wrong. No, it's do weird it. and it's wrong and I'm not gonna no. Oh, anyway, we, it's weird and wrong. You yep. want to see dog get together with somebody? That's messed <laughs> <No, nice. that's, laughs> up. Yeah, no, that's really weird.
1: But everyone has those No, I'm not. Of I'm people. not dropping it. Come on, and... who,
0: who do you want? No, it's, it's wrong. Not not dropping it. Come on, come on, bring it on. I want to. want to hear it.
1: Ah, uh, see, Rosita and Connie. That's mine.
0: Rosita and Connie. Why is that wrong? That's beautiful. It because the reasons I want to see it on. But anyway. You're you're a bad person. Yes,
1: yes, I told you it was a bad,
0: weird route. You wanted to go down it. Anyway, <laughs> everyone... I just, I just like everybody listening to understand the kind of man you are.
1: I know, it's not good, <laughs> is it? It's not good. Uh,
0: um, but anyway, yeah, so anyway, you were saying... I'm not going to kick off on Twitter
1: because Rosita's with Sadiq and Connie and Daryl are getting together. You know, you all have those people that you want to see together. Then yeah, it she... may not happen, it may happen, it may not. But it's the people that, you know...
0: Just go with it. It's a TV program. Just, just deal with it. <laughs> just deal with it. Um, Carol's obviously been out on the boat, as we discussed. Yep. Uh, Daryl kind of inquires if she's been out there looking for Alpha, which Carol kind of, you know, shakes that off. Like, no, no, no. I've been fishing. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. It's, wor- it's hard work. Yeah, I'm um, trying to forget. Yeah, i I said this to you a little bit earlier on, and, and I stand by this from the minute. Carol's back and they're just talking and I know it's very light hearted in what they're saying but just her mannerisms yeah and then little snippets of what she says I think Carol is a rage volcano right now and it is ready to go and I am all for it to go (laughs) I am full on team Carol ripping Alpha's head off um and I'm loving the, the the brilliant acting going into that because like i said i describe it as a rage volcano because everything she's doing is kind of like with a smile on her face oh you yeah. know let's do this oh we'll make friendship bracelets like teasing all this kind of fun stuff oh we'll run away together yeah we'll just run off that's fine but She is, for me anyway, that's my interpretation of what I've seen on the screen. She is ready to snap.
1: She's going to kill Alpha with a smile on her face, still smiling and joking, going, let's see if your skin comes off.
0: Yeah, (laughs) let's see what your head looks like on a spike. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that that, that to me was quite, uh, for me, it was quite evident. I loved it. Yeah, Um, she's
1: going to, I look forward to, and I really hope there is, an Alpha-Carol interaction.
0: Yeah, I mean, we kind of had a stare-off at the end of the episode, which which was epic enough for me as it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I loved. Uh, but yeah, yeah th- there has got to be a scene at some point with them two talking. Um, what I would love is if it's in one of those scenes where
1: th- there's people around or whatever, so Carol can't lose it. And she has to stay calm and collected, but you can see in her face... Like I've already killed you twenty-five times in the last thirty seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, the look of every woman I ever ask out. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know that. I know that look. Um, but yeah, Daryl and Carol do have this conversation, which I just wanted to put to you. Mm-hmm. They, one of them says they feel like they're just surviving from one fight to the next. Um, you know how I said earlier on? It felt like the Aaron to showing, Are we the good guys? Um, was yep. almost like a nod to the internet and kind of the continued fan discussion. Did you feel like that was a nod to the kind of almost fan complaint of you get a bad guy, you fight the bad guy, kill the bad guy, new bad guy, you kill the oh, bad yeah. guy? Yeah, I think that, that was a little bit of a yeah, we hear you. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting um, because at the same time I could completely understand how the characters are feeling because... That has been the reality of their life since Atlanta. It's just been one fight to the next just to stay alive. Oh, yeah. Thinking about every season has a bad guy. Yeah. And just just fighting constantly all the time to just to stay where they are they I had
1: a couple of years, but between Negan and now, they had that little time jump, so they've had a few years of... Yeah, uh,
0: but we didn't get we to didn't see We didn't get
1: it. to see any of it, so no. yes, yeah,
0: so we don't know. Perhaps they were fighting that all time as well, but <laughs> we ain't got a clue. Yeah. Um, But anyway, we have this, the big thing. The satellite crashes to Earth, and it causes a big fire, as, as it would, you know, slamming into woods. It slams into woods on the Whisperer's side of the border. Yeah. However it's going to spread and obviously danger ocean side so it's all hands on deck to put the fire out and this is the line they cross you know to yeah basically to them it's like we have to do it you know it's going to endanger us we have to do it uh we have walkers drawn by the fire and i gotta be honest with you i liked the added danger of not knowing if they're whisperers or not
1: I do. I absolutely love it. The whole, every time, even Aaron on the bridge earlier on, look at their
0: hands, look at their hands. Yeah. yeah, It's fantastic. It's it's good. It's added that danger back into it again. What kind of took took me out of that a little bit is they made it into like this slow motion shots. Yeah. And I kind of went, well, the pace and the danger's gone now. You know, when I see that, I know no one's getting hurt because... You're basically it's just an just showing. Scene now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that kind of took me out a little bit. I don't know how anyone else feels about that, but it was. Uh, whenever walkers show up now, especially it was dark, there was fire, it was kind of like, oh, this is this is intense. If this is the Whisperers, this could get bad, you know, really quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, for it to be kind of dealt with, you know, slow mo fight sequences, you know, a bit of Bruce Lee going on, it was a bit like, oh. Um, no, you're spot on. Yeah. yeah. Next next day, uh, Embers, uh, another chapter title. Yeah. Um, we've got the fire's been put out. Uh, everyone's kind of clearing out because they want to get out and back across the border. Eugene, however, wants to take stuff out of the satellite because he wants to utilise it. The Eugenius. How Eugenius. have we not
1: done that yet? Oh Yeah,
0: when I love said that. that. I was yeah. like,
1: oh, how have we not? We've called him Flynn Rider. We've called him all sorts. How have we not thought? Finn Ryder works, yeah,
0: Eugenius is great, um, Luke is a fun character, (laughs) I like having Luke around, uh, but yeah, Eugenius wants to use the satellite, Michonne basically channels every person who watches The Walking Dead by her reaction to Eugene talking, which is just like, oh, Eugene, shut up, (laughs) but okay, you've got this amount of time, and then we're out of here, um, yeah, he Carol. Goes,
1: I need twenty minutes. No, ten minutes. No, yeah. He's, he does a load of scientific speech, and she's like, "Do you know? Just five
0: minutes. Just to shut yeah, up talking. Just, just stop. Shut, just shut the f- up and get on with it." Yeah. Uh, Michelle notices Carol and Daryl are missing. Uh, we get to see them; they've just basically gone off to have a look around. And then, as Daryl wanders off, we have the end scene, which is Carol looking down and Alpha walking out and looking up at her. Um, see that scene annoyed me very slightly. Oh, why did
1: it annoy you? Not so much the scene between Alpha and Carol.
0: Yeah. But
1: with Michonne turning around and going, where's Daryl and Carol gone? Yeah. Bearing in mind, we've just seen in the episode Daryl telling Carol how she can't cross the borders, don't do it, we don't want to start a problem, etc. Yeah. They've now crossed the border to put the fire
0: out. Yeah. And then the two of them have just wandered off whilst across the border. Uh, you're kind of thinking, why the hell is he doing that? After he's yeah. just made a big thing. Um,
1: yeah, and that I was mean, kind of my thing. I was like, that sounds stupid because he's just made this whole big thing about you can't cross the border, and now Michonne's going get everyone back, everyone back before they come. Let's not. Yeah, you know, she even says to someone about not pushing their luck. They've dealt with it. Let's get back.
0: Uh, uh, I, I guess it off. could. Uh, I guess it could be as simple as we never saw that Carol had wandered off there and Daryl went to get her. It would have been. Yeah, that's what I'd like to assume happened. Yeah, but it would have I
1: been mean, nice to see, even if it was just a case of Daryl looking around and going, oh,
0: bollocks, where, where, where and running she, off yeah. after her. yeah Yeah, I mean, I, I think given the way Carol's acting, I think that's the most likely thing to have happened. Um, she's wandered off, Daryl's gone to find her, uh, Daryl's then basically like, come on, I want you to stay, come on, I'll, or I'll have to punch holes in all the boats, which is quite I funny. like that scene, yeah. Um, and he, he wanders off back for her to follow, and then she just spots something and stays, kind of lingers. Now, what are your what are your thoughts on Alpha looking up at her? Because Alpha kind of like, comes out stretching like, ah, lovely morning. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Ta- ah, hello. Yeah, hello, you're on my side of the
1: border. Um, at yeah. first, I must be not right. Completely at first, mm. I wondered if Alpha was actually there, or if it was Carol seeing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. The way yeah, she yeah. does the kind of the way she does the double take made yeah. me think, oh, she's in Alpha. Had a double take, and oh, bloody hell, it's a load of rocks. Do, or do you know what? Something actually, like that.
0: Do you know what? Actually, I had that as well. I had that feeling as well. Um, I was not sure if it. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, just, I think it was real.
1: <laughs> I'm assuming you, it was by the fact they did the little stare off and then the credits came up. But yeah, yeah, at first I was like, oh, like you say, the whole building up rage inside. I was like, oh, Carol, yeah. Carol's seeing her everywhere. This is, Yeah, are yeah, going that with was Morgan, where, you know what
0: it is, mode. he's seeing people everywhere. That was kind of where my head was. It was kind of yeah. like she was seeing her, uh, you know, and Daryl was going to say, hey, you're coming? And then she was going to look and she wasn't there. Yeah, that's but, what
1: I was kind of expecting, but then they did the little stare off, and I was like, "Oh dear."
0: Yeah, that that was what convinced me it was real was the stare off and the, the change in the facial expression on Alpha. This kind of like, yeah, "It's a lovely morning," and oh, you're on my side of the border. Hmm. Um. That was that was not cool. That was not a happy face. Um, do you know? I, I saw that lady, uh, the actress who plays Alpha, I interviewed recently. Obviously, she shaved her head for the role. Yeah. She's, like, really nice. Yeah, she's a lovely... I've seen a couple of bits of her, and I'm like, she's lovely. I know. She's playing this like, ridiculously menacing, horrible, and she was talking about raising money for charity, and she gave her hair, like, she, when she shaved her head, it, like, went to this sort of cancer charity for kids and stuff, and I was like, thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, actors, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> at least, like, Negan, at
1: least he's, like, that person. Like, you know, he's got that sense of humour, and he's sarcastic, yeah. and, like... He was in Rampage and he was again very sarcastic, very yeah. cocky. Samantha Morton? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah, she's lovely. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, this is lovely. wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very wrong. You should be out skinning people alive. What the hell?
1: Yeah, don't um,
0: donate to charity, steal from it. Live up to the character. Come on. Yeah. What's going on with you? So but yeah, I mean that's the episode. Uh what did you think overall for a season opener? <sighs> um,
1: it set up a few things that could be interesting.
0: I mean, that's I the job like, of the
1: opener. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like the style of it, so I hope the style goes. I don't want this chapters thing because it does just it takes me out of the episode. Um, um, yeah, so I am hoping. I am hoping that was just this episode so that we saw the different points of view and it reintroduced us to all the characters and kind of yeah. like in an eggshell, here is everyone. This is what's happening.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's that's my hope as well. And because when I when I uh, finished watching it, I had that same feeling as you of the chapters thing really irked me. But then I, I sort of, again, took a step back and thought, well, by telling the story that way, by doing the non-linear thing, the chapters, we were able to find out where everybody is, yeah. <laughs> how everybody's doing, and we were able to set up all the different little arcs and everything to go forward. So it'd be interesting. Um, one of the things I wanted to put to you before we wrap this week yeah. is I want to talk to you about the Negan arc, because um, now I'm just going to say God, this now. be didn't...
1: careful with this.
0: Yeah, this isn't a spoiler, by the way. Uh, you know the comics are out there; they're done. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the arc in in the comic books, but that doesn't mean it's going to follow on the TV. So, if for any reason you're like, "No, don't tell me anything," then switch off now. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, mild spoiler alert, kind uh, yeah. of, sort of, maybe. Yeah, yeah, not 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 necessarily. Now, in the comics, um, and the arc for Negan uh, is that he was kind of redeemed in a way of. Uh, he it was around Rick. This this is the thing that I'm kind of struggling with because in the comics Rick spoke to him every single day like Father Gabriel has in the T V show. And because of his admiration and his kind of uh, feeling for Rick, he then kills Alpha. Yes. You know, locks locks the head off of Alpha and brings it back like like literally like an offering to Rick, like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> Look what I did for you. Um I, right now, I can possibly see Negan being motivated by one person to be that aggressive, to be that kind of ferocious, and that would be Judith.
1: Yeah, I to say Judith is the only
0: link they've got now of making him. Because I can't imagine him being that way of a father Gabriel. They just don't have that dynamic to me. I think he likes Gabriel. You know, I mean, he mentioned loads of times, Gabe, you know. They had scenes before Negan was a captive, you know, and he kind of respected him a little bit, but I don't I don't see him like the Rick Dynamic thing was so unique and the comics did such a good job with it that we don't have that in the show. This is why I'm saying it's not really a spoiler because it is so very different. Um so yeah, where they're gonna go with that character I'm really unsure because Part of me still feels like he's going to end up the villain of this at some point. Like, like Maggie's going to kill him is like a final act, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I don't I mean, know. Because... He's
1: already started the redemption. The whole like you know the rescuing Judith and that sort of thing. Yeah, he started this redemption act. He's now being allowed out with the garden, the spear, to work in the gardens, and the yep. kind of redemption
0: arc is there. And we've seen from the trailer for this season that at some point Gabriel tells him or tells Aaron, you need fighters, he can fight, take him. Yeah. So we know at some point he's going to get involved You know, in, in that kind of Mate, in can conflict. Can you Negan and Daryl versus Beta? That's going to be a hell of a fight scene. Well, you see, I'd like to see Negan versus Beta. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see that. And that's something in the comics which is awesome. Um, but like Daryl and Negan have pretty serious you know they don't really interacted in this kind of time jumped universe and i i'm expecting daryl to be very hostile yeah um so how in the hell are those two gonna coexist there's there, there so many dynamics and so many little things that kind of need to play out um it, it's good it's interesting I, i'm looking forward to seeing how they resolve it i Angela Kang did enough good things in season 9 that I'm infused to see what she does with it rather than when Gimple was running things I just shake my head and cringe thinking yeah, oh God. no yeah. how's he, how's he going to do this he's going to make it suck <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah so there we go my friend that's everything I want to say on this that's week cool.
1: what do you, you reckon next week I have a feeling next week's going to be an alpha beta do you reckon uh, what, some, some, uh, like a whisperer a whisperer kind of... episode and i have a horrible feeling it's going to end with the Alpha alphaverse
0: carol stare oh you're thinking of we're going to have this same time again but, uh, but from the whisper what the point Whispers of view have been up to for the oh, last I oh i hope really not i really hope not
1: but i just know that gimple's enough involved that it could be yeah i've not yeah. seen the trailer for next week's episode so i don't know i could be completely
0: wrong no me neither to be honest but we'll look out for that we'll post it on the facebook page as well um but yeah uh big thank you to everybody for listening welcome back uh the walking dead obviously continues episode two is next week uh until then look after yourself that's a wrap thank you for listening to the stuff and things podcast we hope you enjoyed the show You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search The Stuff and Things Podcast to join in our conversation every week.